Morning Black Family, Azanini here. Got a new thing, uh, I think this is the, uh, I don't know what number this one is, but it's 39 minutes. See what Brother Lasmore has to say. Well, <coughs> here's, here's another, another situation. This is Good morning. It's a great concern. It's a great concern because what's going on here is the false diagnosis of a problem. The problem is that uh, black, black patients, patients tend, tend to do worse than white patients, patients in a number of medical conditions. conditions. The, the diagnosis that's been made is that there's racism in healthcare that's producing this disparate outcome. The, the difficulty is there's no evidence that that's true. There are thousands of studies that are terrible that don't prove the point. This seems to be a virtue signaling activity that's gone on, and I think it's way more than half. It's probably all the medical schools. The AAMC, which is the governing body of medical education, just put out an inventory that suggests that the vast majority of schools are engaging in this kind of activity. And again, it represents virtue signaling. It represents an attempt to go along with the current trends, but it doesn't represent uh, an, an effort that's going to yield uh, a better outcomes for black patients. That's, that's, that's really interesting. So if certain races are deemed or found to be less healthy than other races, what is the reason for that? And, and also, what is the danger, the damage of pinning it on race? Well, the danger is that you don't fix the problems. You know, if the problem, for example, is poor access to health care and showing up at a doctor's office late in the course of an illness, the answer is not to send a doctor to implicit bias training. The answer is to improve health literacy and education amongst the community so that they're aware that when they start to have pain in their legs and they're diabetic, that's an important sign of vascular compromise, not to wait until their leg is so severely damaged that amputation is required. So I think, I think better access and better health literacy would go a long way to solving the problem. Yeah, and so it's such a good point. Um, we were just kind of chuckling at um, the story that Todd read about monkeypox being changed to mpox. You, you hear these things pop up in the medical community every now and then, and it just sort of seems like the, the, their eye is on the wrong thing. And it's, you know, in semantics, in terms. What do you make of this development? And is it a sign of just a lack of seriousness in the medical community? What do you think about it? No, no, I think it's right. right. I think we have an invasion of critical race theory and all that it implies. You know, Ibram Kendi, who has laid out this idea, speaks about the need for present discrimination to remedy past discrimination and future discrimination to remedy present discrimination. So it's a, it's a call for discrimination. 
and, and it represents a, a mentality that's come from undergraduate education into medical education by the leaders of medical education. I think it's a terrible development. They refuse to discuss it. I've been canceled now and been told that I shouldn't be speaking about these issues. And I've been left off uh, an online textbook that I was an editor-in-chief of simply because of these ideas. They refuse to discuss this issue. So you feel ostracized because of you speaking out, opposing critical race theory in the medical community? Is that what's, is that what's happening to you? Yeah, I'm, I'm ostracized by some, but I'm welcomed by others, so that's a good outcome. Yeah. Well, one of the things that is happening is, like we said, that 50 of the top 100 medical universities do have critical race theory in their curriculum. We're talking about some really big-name schools, Stanford University, School of Medicine, Yale, Georgetown, Johns Hopkins, Harvard. So a lot of students who want to study medicine are saying, well, I guess we have to, to do, do this because, because there's no other option in order to further our medical career. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. right. You know, our organization, Do No Harm, did a study of the questions that are asked on medical school applications. And virtually all the medical schools require students to answer a secondary question about how they would implement diversity, equity, and inclusion in their practices and in their lives. So they're selecting for students that are being forced to uh, you know, uh, regurgitate this material. Um, some of them are just making it up in order to get in. Others are being selected because of the power of their discussion. So this is a profession that's really moving towards a great radical transformation. And I think the American people should be very concerned about it. Yeah, you know, Doctor, what is the goal for uh, professors who are focusing their medical uh, education on race? What do they hope to achieve here? Well, I think I think that they do good at this. I think they think they're going to improve outcomes for black people without evidence that that's true. The other thing that they're trying to do is create medical apartheid. There's a theory out there that black patients ought to have black doctors. So there's a big push to bring in more and more black doctors and to do more and more things based on race, for example, medical research or promotion of faculty, under the false assumption that this is going to improve outcomes. And again, it's, it's a false idea. It's not with valid evidence to support it. And it's going to be a huge waste of time, money, and it's going to produce more division in American life.
No, 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 don't, don't give me that goddamn bullshit about, oh, they, they don't go to the doctor enough. No, 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 no. They, they go, go to, to the doctor. doctor. Your, Your motherfuckers, motherfuckers just don't, don't diagnose it. Because you don't give a fuck. It's not just, uh, it's, it's not, not all about race. It's just, just you don't give a fuck. Especially when it does come down to race when it comes to us. We know that. But see, now you're trying to skate past that. Blame it on something. You know why? Because now, now black, black doctors, doctors going to come in and see what you goddamn got motherfuckers have been doing all this time with these fake-ass goddamn bullshit diseases that, that you say we got that we don't have. Prescribing fucked-up medication that we don't need when y'all just experiment for Pfizer and everybody else, but you're doing it on us. You see, these black doctors... People that look like, like us, they're not, not going to be, be so keen to fuck around and eat something that might kill you. But you motherfuckers will. Because y'all play God with our lives. But, but now you're afraid. So you, so you don't want no black doctors. You, you motherfuckers want to be high esteem, held in high esteem. Because black doctors out do you motherfuckers. You know it. I know it. This is the thing. You hide. You the nasty, nasty motherfuckers, you deserve death, quickest, quickest it can come, come to you. But, but that's, that's one thing, thing. I, I, I don't, don't want to get mad at that, so let's, let's go, go to another, another portion here. Let's hear what Mr. Rowe says. I know. I'm, I'm quite sure since it's with Fox, you'll have a whole bunch of negative, negative shit to say about critical race. But let's, let's go ahead and an education that's very troubling that existed even before the pandemic is a national literacy crisis. It's still only the case that something like 37-38% of all American kids are reading at grade level, and yet we have these massive distractions around critical race theory and fights for equity, and yet kids of all races in the entire history of the national assessment for educational progress we've never had a situation in which more than 44 percent of white students are reading at grade level so we need a really focused attention on literacy 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 it's very exciting that parents are more engaged certainly that we've seen over the last number of years i think parents have a right to ask their teachers what's the curriculum that is being taught in schools how can parents actually be even more helpful there's been some discussion that maybe parents there should be sort of a firewall between schools and parents i think that's a wrong assumption i think more participation by parents in school boards in working with your teachers during COVID, I think a lot of parents had the opportunity to look over their kids' shoulders at Zoom conversations, and they didn't always like what they saw in terms of what their kids were being taught. So I think it's a good thing that parents are much more engaged. Well, I think parents who are in a situation where they don't have choice, A, maybe join their school board, advocate for more school choice. In New York City, for example, right now there's a cap on the number of charter schools that can be open. And there are more and more parents advocating to their local legislators to say, I want the same options of choice that exist for 
uh, uh, you know, middle and upper income Americans. And so if you have no choice at all, then you've got to focus on the school that's in your neighborhood. Get on the school board. Ask your teachers, what is it that you're teaching? There's some new transparency laws that are literally requiring teachers to display curriculum or post it so you at least can have some kind of heads up before your kids are taught something that you may not believe is appropriate for them. The, the, the most important, important uh, note, I think, facing our educational crisis is literacy, literacy, literacy. It's the bedrock of almost all future learning. There's great research that says a kid that reads one million words per year consistently uh, achieves the highest academic outcomes. One million words per year, depending on pacing and fluency, turns into about 20 minutes of independent reading every single day, which also then translates into about a thousand new words in your vocabulary each year. If we could focus our attention, regardless of race, class, gender, that's an expectation that every kid can have, then we would see dramatically improved outcomes across the board. Uh, as someone who's run schools in the heart of the South Bronx for the last decade, I'm very much focused on this question of, is the American dream still real for most kids? And this idea, do you have the ability to lead a self-determined life? And so I've written a book called Agency, which is all about empowering the rising generation to overcome the victimhood narrative. So kids today are immersed in two dominant narratives. One I call blame the system, and the other I call blame the victim. In blame the system, America itself is the problem. It's oppressive based on your race, your class, your gender. America is rigged against you. There's a white supremacist lurking on every corner. Capitalism itself is evil. These systems are so huge that only a massive government intervention can solve the problem. And on the other side, blame the victim says America's not the problem, you're the problem. Essentially, if you haven't achieved the American dream, then it's something you haven't done. You didn't pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. And my book, Agency, uh, seeks to present a new framework where agency is about the force of your free will guided by moral discernment, where the institutions of family, religion, education, and entrepreneurship are the institutions that we want to have young people embrace so that they can lead a life of flourishing. And in my book, Agency, uh, seeks to present a new framework where agency is about the force of your free will guided by moral discernment, 
where the only a massive government intervention can solve the problem. And on the other side, blame the victim, says America's not the problem, you're the problem. Essentially, if you have a system, and the other I call blame the victim. And blame the system, America itself is the problem. It's oppressive based on your race, your class, your gender. America is rigged against you. There's a white supremacist lurking on every corner. Capitalism itself is evil. These systems are so huge. System, and the other I call blame the victim. And blame the system, America itself is the problem. It's open is evil. These systems are so huge that only a massive government Okay, says blame the victim. You know, mm. how would you do this? He's pretty simple to know. Both of them are basically the ideology that most young people have. Now, he says the one about pulling your bootstraps up. See, they don't want to tell you the reason that black people are still so far down. And and see, he, he doesn't, doesn't get, get it, because he, he got his. his. You know, this, this is what I'll get, get when, when, when Negroes, Negroes talk on this. If the curriculums in these schools were inclusive of saying more than just talking about Harriet Tubman and goddamn Eli and Whitney creating some cottage and some bullshit like that, but the achievements of black people and the rebellions they had, the uprisings they had, all, all across, across this country, country, not just in the 60s. Because, see, I used to think that all men of slavery just took it. No, there, there were hundreds of uprisings. Because I just couldn't believe that we just sit there and just took beat, beat, and bred like dogs and cattle. No, they just... All when they talk about Nat Turner. No, they were more than that, too. A lot more. But then they always say, pull yourself up by the system. See, you don't want the kids to know. They're kids. Or, or even ours, that, that we, we had towns established all over this country. We had, we had established our own towns. And what did they do? These, these white fucking savages? savages? They came and burned them down because we were thriving. We were doing without them. But they couldn't see that. But see, and this, this guy, you know, I don't know what his book is about. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't read it because fuck it. You know, it's the reaction to saying shit and making giving some kind of excuse for it. There's, there's no excuse for either one. one. You know, there's, there's no, no excuse for somebody saying, well, I can't read and write because I didn't learn nothing because they, they keep me down. down. No, no, that's your goddamn fault. That's, that's your parents' goddamn fault. fault. You can't read because your motherfucking ass didn't pay attention in school and nobody forced you to do it. That I can say is true. Now, on the other hand, yeah. The motherfucking system does step in and make sure that every time little black boys do something in school, from kindergarten on up, what the fuck do they do? They damn near just, they should get these white motherfucking teachers handcuffs. Because that's what they basically do. They call on the police. They introduce them to the goddamn uh, penal system at five and six years old when they're in kindergarten. Oh, he's really bad. But, but you get a little Johnny, Johnny over there doing the same goddamn thing. Little Johnny's, Johnny's over there breaking windows, windows out the motherfucker. And, and little Kwame over here just pushing, pushing the chair around in circles. circles. Little Kwame's bad. Little Johnny's, Johnny's just being rambunctious. rambunctious. 
This is the last ditch effort of the motherfuckers to not to not to not adhere to the fact that they are losing power. Let's keep going. Standards, the general ideas that they want included in this material. The idea of anti-racism says that capitalism and racism are conjoined twins. It says that uh, education is a white supremacist master script in the United States. They believe that discrimination is appropriate and even necessary today for because of past discrimination. Future discrimination will be necessary because of present discrimination. So this isn't a question of dealing with racism as we saw it in slavery in the United States or even prior to the Civil Rights Act. This is talking about the accusation that America as a culture, as a, uh, a nation built on a, the rule of law, as a nation with a Civil Rights Act protecting people from discrimination, it's an accusation that we are still systemically racist. Racism can never be erased, therefore, discrimination must be continued. It's commonly found in K-12 material, and I think Just as usual, white goddamn devil twist everything with his nasty, dripping, dripping, slime mouth. Critical race is not teaching you to hate anybody. It's just making you aware of what's happening. It's not telling you to hate nobody. It's not telling you that white people are all bad. It's just letting you make up your own theory. You don't have to use it on people if you don't want to. That's up to you. But, but make you aware of what's going on around you. But see, that's what, they don't want to let go of that. They want to blame somebody else. Well, you know, and that shit about 1960 civil rights bullshit, you, you motherfuckers, you, you the same goddamn little Johnny that sat back and threw rocks at kids integrating school. So shut the fuck up. Or your mammy did, probably your mammy, because you're too young. Your mammy probably did. And your daddy probably with his shotgun ready to shoot somebody. That killed some years. You know, don't, don't tell us this bullshit. So now all of a sudden, you, y'all want to equate Dr. King and all that shit. You want to equate him, but just, see, I was alive back then. All of you kind of motherfuckers like this goddamn white devil, they wanted to kill him. They plotted to kill him. They plotted to kill all that was like him. But see, it was a bunch of us like me. Who would kill back? But, but then again, you know, they, I have to still say this again. Back then, Negroes were very prominent in the goddamn civil rights movement. That means Negroes are the motherfuckers who, who uh-huh to Dr. King and uh-huh to the cracker. So, you know, they just stood between. And the niggas, well, see how they were. They still out there today. They just had more niggas. And they just keep niggering and niggering and niggering. So, but now... I went, I went through all that. I'm going to show you something else. Because, really, it is disgusting. But, but let, let me show you the final thing now. This. Whose little black kids are these? You see, the black one guy said the parents ought to be more involved. This is a time when they should be. Look at all the little niggas they got. The niggas and the spicks. They, they got all of them, you know? You notice that? All oh, them, like, you know, the black kids, and the, I'm not going to call them little niggas, little black kids, 
the little Hispanic kids, all of them don't want critical race. These little kids don't even know what the fuck they hold no signs for. They just told to do it. And then you got Dr. Coon back here. And Cracker Mary and Cracker Chin. She gonna be surprised when they slap the fuck out of her ass. And another Cracker over here, you know. And Cracker Mary again. Cracker Jane, Mary, Becky, and Mrs. Chin, who thinks she's white. And then they got these little kids. See, they'll put this on a poster board. All the black people say they don't want critical race. Now, some of these are old enough to be to know better. I don't know. Maybe they're just stupid. They don't, or they didn't know what this was about. I don't know. But the younger ones, they don't know what the fuck they, this shit is about. They're just doing what they're doing because the teacher told them to. And guess who those teachers are? Becky? Mr. John? Miss Chin? Miss Mary and Miss Sue. See? And like I said, Mr. Coon, he probably the janitor. Basically, he, he's the janitor. Don't, don't tell me that shit he ain't. He is. He the janitor. He just got a suit on. They told him, hey, nigga, dress up today. Put some church clothes on. But now, nah. so, this is what I'm telling black people. If you give a fuck about your children, you take them out of these goddamn public schools. I'm not, I'm not asking. I'm telling you for your own benefit. I'm telling you for your own benefit. Take them out of these goddamn public schools. Get your form a network of homeschooling so you can control the curriculum. Not where you got Miss Becky and them motherfuckers brainwashing them little kids like they are. you saw there. Because that's all it is. That's just brainwashing. You know, this is brainwashing. You know what? I don't want to know about equal rights. That's what they tell me. I, that's not important to me. I don't want to know how y'all burned everything and destroyed everything we built. How y'all drug us across a goddamn ocean. How you treat us like shit. How you judge us before you even see us. And your motherfucking pig ass cops come up on us and treat us like animals. And then you sit there and Tell us that this ain't happening. No, this ain't happening. You must have done something. So I have to second guess myself and think, what did I do wrong? And I haven't done shit. So I have to find something that I did wrong the reason for these motherfuckers that keep fucking me over. And then one day I get tired and I come kill all you motherfuckers. But then all of a sudden, I'm a terrorist. Huh. Hmm. That's what they say. Yeah, this little kid grew up to be a terrorist. You see, he was... He was, uh, whatever, I don't know, whatever, shit. Like I said, folks, you know, you black people, you want your kids to survive in this motherfucker. Well, I don't think you have to worry too much longer. But if you do have to, you know, before it's the, the end of this motherfucker happens, because it's coming quicker and quicker, get your kids some homeschooling. Basically, you should get them out of these schools now, because in a minute, these goddamn devil motherfuckers going to fuck around and pissed them Chinese off over there. <coughs> and they're going to blow this motherfucking country up. I don't give a fuck how many of you niggas over here talking about, no, it ain't going to happen. We, America, we, I keep telling you motherfuckers, ain't no we in America. It's them. But you sons of bitches think, because I'm born here, I'm an American. And these motherfuckers do everything in their precious blood to make sure you feel like you ain't one. So when they keep telling you ain't one, that's what they think of you. 
you are not one of them. America is for white motherfuckers. So let this motherfucker get blown apart. But you people need to really get serious. Like I said, you can't help the nigger parts. The niggas who don't want to do it, let them, let their kids go out there and do what the fuck they want. Don't, don't try to rescue them motherfuckers. Get you a home network, because we ain't got time to wait for motherfuckers to play catch up. Let them stay out there dancing, twerking. Let their mammies let them run wild, stealing cars until somebody put a bullet in their motherfucking ass. Don't go out there protesting with them stupid motherfuckers when they got them no good ass rotten kids get killed for fucking up. Don't go protesting. Just say fuck it. As a matter of fact, turn it off and try to get as far away from them bastards as you can. Work your ass up. I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't come from here. I did what most motherfuckers did. Work my ass off. Yeah. Oh, man. You don't face prejudice? Yeah, I faced it. But I let motherfuckers know, I will kill you. That's it. And all you got to do to a motherfucking racist is tell them. You ain't got to argue and scream say, I will kill your motherfucking ass and walk away. That's what you do. You ain't got to be loud like you see these people all on these TikTok and TikTok and Facebook and Twitter, all, you know, clowning and acting a fool with these motherfuckers. Just say quietly, I will kill your motherfucking ass. Leave me alone. That's all. If they don't get the message then, follow through with what you said. And then don't just stop with that motherfucker. Go 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 berserk. Get as many as you can. Cause I guarantee you, they're gonna kill you. So might as well get as many as you can. But once again, folks, like I said, get get your kids out these schools. You see, they they they, they I'm not gonna say they. You, your Negroes, now you fucking Negroes with these sick ass motherfucking. I, I'm gonna say it like it is LGBTQT motherfuckers. Y'all was all pushing that issue, weren't you? Oh, yeah, they got equal rights. They threw that shit in with CRT and this whole shit blew up. So they threw out the, 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 now they threw out the LGBT in most of these places. They threw it out. That trans shit is not working. And now what was on that bill also? Critical race theory. That wasn't even taught to young kids. It was taught in college when I was staying, or 12th grade or something, whatever. But now they want to take it totally out. And then they want to take it off the motherfucking hiring things. In other words, a, a bitch that can't stand you. you you've seen that. Nurses can't stand your black ass. Treat you like shit. Doctors that don't want to do a fucking thing for you. Treat you like shit. They just take your money because you're paying for it. They don't give a fuck about you. They want to blame that on CRT, too. They want to blame CRT because the government's got guidelines. Now, you can't be hiring a motherfucker that's the Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan or the motherfucking uh, second-in-command of the Proud Boys. Now, you can't hire them. But they want to be able to, yeah, you can, so we can keep you niggas down. We can elevate others and push you down. But if you don't want your kids to keep being like this, like I said, folks, this is wrong. This is all wrong. Now, if they want to have little Johnnies and little Sarahs up there, that's fine. But don't put Maria, Miguel, 
Marcus, Yolanda, Kenny, Michael, Ruiz, Juan. Don't put them up to the push your platform of hate. That's you motherfuckers thinking that way. That's you white motherfuckers and a few of you ignorant ass niggas that don't know what shit is. Bastards didn't even finish high school barely. But now all of a sudden you know everything. The kind of nigga that took anything they said to him and took it as a being. That's the truth. The white man said it. You know? Them kind of niggas. The kind of, you know, the white man said it. It must be true. Same kind of black motherfuckers that you come out here, you saw that the, the guy talking in the middle. Same kind of motherfucker you can come out here and say, hey, man, don't go over there because some people don't mean you no good. And that black motherfucker take his ass over there. And then he get his ass damn near killed. He'll come running back to you and say, you were right. They don't like me. Why he's dripping blood from his motherfucking scalp. <laughs> that's, that's what they are. But like I said, I'm, I'm older now, a lot older, so I really don't give a fuck what happens. Like I said, they're going to fuck around, piss these Chinese off anyway, and Russia. And this motherfucker ain't going to exist no more anyway. And I'll be like, you keep hearing me say this. You think I'm kidding. I would like to see, before I die, I would like to see these motherfuckers pick that battle, thinking they surrounding, these, surrounding China. And every in hell fire rains down on this motherfucker and kill as many as these goddamn rotten ass hawkers as they can kill. And I wouldn't save a one. And I get out there and they start shooting motherfuckers, helter skelter. I just start shooting white motherfuckers. I don't give a fuck what you are. Like, yo, you might be a, you might be an adversary. You might be a foe. You might be foes. I don't give a fuck. I'm killing you. White, I'm killing you. I'm doing. I'm helping them do it. <laughs> Sorry. So you white stay in the house when that shit happens. Because if you're around me, I'm just going to start shooting white motherfuckers, babies and all. That's my thought. But y'all tell me what you think of this. You know, I probably won't get too many comments, but this is how CRT gets wiped out by bringing that lesbianism and gay shit into the, putting that on the same ticket. That's how a lot of shit get wiped out. And this is because of us also, folks. We the motherfucking people who vote these goddamn so-called niggas in there who are supposed to represent us. And all kind of shit be put on, put into bills that just for black people, but they put other shit in there so it won't pass. And it don't. See, that's how they fucking do it. And then these niggas sit up there and laugh. Well, we put it in there, they didn't pass it. But they, they knew what was coming. They don't sit there and argue it off, they don't do shit. They just collect their paycheck and say, yeah, we did our part. We didn't argue about it. We didn't filibuster with it. So, whatever. We'll try again next session. They don't give a fuck either. Anyway, y'all have a nice evening. And take care. Okay? Take care. Great content, lives more. Keep it real always. They got some more. Do, do, do. No, that's it. Hey, we using the same program. Oh, <laughs>
share, believe, inspire. Laxby. All right, we'll be back with some more laughs more.